This is Toledo Symphony Lab, a behind-the-scenes look at the world of classical music from WGTE Public Media and your Toledo Symphony. I'm Brad Cresswell. Joining me today in the studio are the Toledo Symphony's music director, Elaine Trudell, also principal second violin and artistic administrator, Merwin Sue. And we also have the TSO's president and CEO on the phone. That would be Zach Vasser. Welcome, all three of you. Hey, Brad. Glad to be here. Thank you. I'm glad to have you here today. We have two different concerts we're going to talk about today, and one of them features, well, somebody who's right here with us. That is Elaine Trudell, an evening of with Elaine Trudell. It's an afternoon, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I wondered about that. It's called An Evening with Elaine Trudell, the yeah. concert, but it's happening at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Can we say it's the late afternoon? A late afternoon with Elaine Trudell. Yeah, then it sounds like he's dying. I don't like that either. <laughs> <laughs> An afternoon with the late Alain Trudel. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the September of his years. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the, uh, the Trudel of our discontent. Something like that. <laughs> we could just invent titles for these concerts. We'll make an entire podcast out of that. Okay, I'm going to pick it up and rewind. We have two different concerts we're going to uh, talk about today and explore today. One of them happening this Saturday at 7 p.m. at the Peristyle. That is the music of John Williams. Of course, you know, everybody loves John Williams. And the man is 90 years old this year and still writing music. It's really wonderful. We're going to talk about him. We'll have a little John Williams quiz that I prepared for you. But we're also going to be talking about a concert that's happening this Sunday at 4 p.m., it's happening at the Toledo Museum of Art in the Great Gallery, featuring Elaine Trudell, who is right here with us. You're mm-hmm. you're wearing your trombone uh, outfit for this <laughs> program, yeah? Uh, yes, actually. <laughs> <laughs> and and, and, uh, and making music with my colleagues from the orchestra. Yeah, well, we'll talk about that a little bit later, but first I want to talk about John Williams, because mm-hmm. there, there's so much going on with John Williams' uh, music that you guys have done before. I mean, I wonder if you can offer up a little recap of some of the John Williams' music that you've played in the past. Zach, you want to talk about that? Oh, my gosh. Well, I, uh, the easiest way to remember this are the May the 4ths that we celebrated with the um, Star Wars franchise uh, in 2019 and in 2022. Yeah. Uh, some of his his great works uh, from early in his career, and you know, then you, you, there are plenty of family performances where we've uh, you know taken music from Indiana Jones, or we've taken music from uh, some of the the later um, uh, prequels. I, later prequels. It sounds a little confusing, um, but you know, he, he has just been composing for the film. Uh, industry in such amazing ways, we start to forget what his classical compositions are like because yeah. those are also really good too. So, um, but I, I did read that he is officially retiring from the the film music world after Indiana Jones Five or whatever they call that, uh, which will be uh, released in twenty twenty three. But you know, at ninety years young, I guess he has to let something go. Yeah. Totally. You can't blame him for wanting to find other career opportunities, right? (laughs) (laughs) Right. 
So uh, music of John Williams, I mean, people always say that, or people have said that John Williams, you know, looks to other composers for his inspiration, and you hear little snippets of other composers, but that, that's something that has happened throughout the history of composing, wouldn't you say, Elaine? Oh, absolutely, and I, while you were saying that, I, I would be thinking, you know, what would people say if you go back uh, 300 years and 250 years? They say, oh, yeah, yeah, you're just, you know, the conti- it's the continuity of things. Of course, his music, uh, especially at the beginning, you know, you're always inspired by, by other composers. So you can see that. But, you know, some of the music that we're playing, people will say, oh, no, it's truly John Williams. Of course, we're going to play you know, Star yeah. Wars and Harry Potter. But there's other things that are a little bit more... Uh, you know, they're a little different, or or p- pieces from like inside a movie that that he, he puts his own signature on. So the, oh, wow. it's going to be interesting. Yeah, when you're talking about the music of John Williams, I mean, there's such variety, even in his film scores from film to film. And the one thing that people don't realize are the orchestrations can be so detailed and so interesting. Oh yeah, and mm-hmm. the themes themselves are so simple yet catchy mm. right and that that's a hallmark i think of a great composer who can write a melody that stays in your ear that really you know uh, is just a simple combination of a few notes absolutely you know tchaikovsky i mean yeah you know, dvorak uh, mozart mozart is a good example it's like you look at the page and it's all like you know mostly notes without alterations and simple rhythms and if you look at it and you don't really sing it you say well, well yeah it's Anybody yeah. can write that, and then you go, like, oh, no. <laughs> so, you know, John Williams, a lot of people can try to write in that style. A lot of people can write, uh, not to be technical, but uh, a flat six and uh, and something major, but it doesn't sound like what he does. I mean, so he has his own, his own personality. Yeah, you just spoiled all the background music that I have because none of it is John Williams. <laughs> it's, it's supposed to sound like John Williams, which I'm sure it doesn't at all. It's Johannes Williams? Johannes Williams, yes. You know those uh, those personality quizzes that you see online, like yeah. which whatever are you? I spent the entire day yesterday working on a personality quiz called which John Williams film score are you? Oh, right? wow. Except I left it in the other room, so you oh. have to hang on for a second. <laughs> Let me run and get it. Okay, and we're back. So this personality quiz is entitled, What John Williams Film Score Are You? I'm just going to ask seven questions, and you all go around and answer it, okay? Okay, great. So we'll start with Merwin, then we'll do Zach, and then Elaine. That'll be the order. So first question is this. What is your preferred theme song, a rousing march or something simple, like five notes on a tuba, something like that? I'll go with something simple. Something simple is Merwin? Mm-hmm. What do you say, Zach? I would I would say the march. Okay. And what do you say, Elaine? Uh, simple. Okay. Second one. Are you a teacher or a student? Would you consider yourself more of a teacher or more of a student? I think I'll go with teacher right now. Yeah, what do you say, Zach? I'll say student. And uh, Elaine? A teacher as well. Okay. Are you a mad scientist or a spiritual seeker? <laughs> I'll go with Mad Scientist. Excellent. Yeah. Same. <laughs> I, I'm a seeker. Okay. Elaine is the seeker in that group. Would you consider yourself a bit of a hoarder or more of a neat freak? Hoarder. That that was the easiest one so far. <laughs> <laughs> what do you say, Zach? Neat freak for me, please. Zach is a neat freak. What are you, Elaine? Hoarder. 
Ah, I never would have guessed. Next question. Would you rather live on water or on land? Beachfront properties. <laughs> That's land. There. So I'm going to go with land. <laughs> okay, Merwin is land. What are you, Zach? Water I'll or land? I'll say land as well. Land. Yeah, okay. What do you say, Elaine? It's very bizarre because I can't swim and I'm scared of, uh, uh, in the water, but I'd rather live on water. You'd rather live yeah. on water? Yeah. Okay. Don't ask any questions. All right. <laughs> okay, this is an essay question. You see a cat stuck in a tree. What do you do? I would probably try to find a can of tuna fish and leave it down there because I think the cat would probably be better equipped to get down than I would be able to help it. Ooh. Okay. So you'd let the tuna fish do the rescuing? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. What about you, Zach? I would take five other adorable kittens and put them up in the tree with the <laughs> other cat. <laughs> okay, so you'd stick five more cats in the tree. Now we've got six cats Wait stuck in the tree. Wait a second. That's an Andrew Lloyd Webber question. <laughs> <laughs> Not cats. Cat. <laughs> but I guess Zach turned it into cats. Yeah. Okay. Elaine, you're in the musical Cats. What, what do you do? <laughs> and let me see in my memory. Ah. But I'll, I'll, I'll get a ladder. Mm. Uh, I, yeah. I, I'm going to get a ladder. Okay, get a ladder. So yeah. you will actually do the rescue. I shall. Yeah, that's good. All right. Last question is also a uh, kind of a essay question. You're a stranger in a strange land. Who do you call first? Merwin? Or what do you call first, or who? Uh, Ghostbusters. Oh, wait, sorry. <laughs> that was my answer. <laughs> no. Wrong composer, too. Uh, oh, no. um, Elmer Bernstein. <laughs> uh, who do I call first? Uh, that's, that's a really tricky question. I, yeah. I think I call my wife. Okay. She's very practical. I would call like the the Chamber of Commerce or the Visitors <laughs> Bureau just to get some recommendations on sites to see while I'm in the strange land. And maybe if that's successful, that land will become a little less strange and myself less of a stranger. I, I Elaine, you want to follow that? <laughs> I thought you were going to raise a little bit of money too. <laughs> <laughs> well, I strange was, land, new opportunities, well, right? I was about to call Merwin's wife, but he said it already. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, wow. <laughs> okay. I I don't think I'd call anybody. You wouldn't call anybody. No. No. All right. I just wander around. I think that happens. was actually my first reaction yeah. as well. So, yeah. I, but I felt put on the spot. Okay. <laughs> Let's uh, go through Merwin first. Okay. Uh, Merwin is ET the extraterrestrial. That's you, Merwin. That's a good thing. That's why. That's why you phoned home when you. Got I, that's there. exactly why I phoned. <laughs> yeah, home you phoned home. <laughs> okay, let's see what you are, Zach. All right, math student, scientist. Wow, you are the Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> oh wow! Interesting. What do you think of that? Uh, the Empire was inevitable. It was going to strike back. <laughs> yes. Had no choice. Okay, Elaine, <laughs> let's see what you are here. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's not on my list. You're giving okay. me new hope. <laughs> uh, all right. You know what you are, Elaine? Your uh, Jaws. I'm Jaws. Oh, because you like the water. Yeah. So there we go. Nice. 
Okay, well, now I know that we've told John Williams stories in the past. You know, Zach, you almost killed John Williams, if I remember correctly. (laughs) (laughs) I did also work with John Williams once, so I can tell happier stories, too. Yeah, well, I mean, you've told all those stories, or any you want to reiterate or or talk about, or maybe tell a story about telling the story? (laughs) Uh, Well, okay, so, so I was in a choir in Boston, and we did a performance uh, with the Boston Pops of John Williams music with John Williams conducting. And the, um, the first prequel to Star Wars had not yet come out, but we performed the, uh, 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 what's the, the really fast-paced uh, music. It's, oh, heck. Um, really fast-paced music by John Williams. Anybody have a clue? <laughs> <laughs> no, from from that something of the spirits or something like that. Um, yeah. Oh, the 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 singing thing. Yeah, the singing thing. Yes, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I can hear it in my head. The duel, duel of the yeah, fates. Yeah. That's a duel of the duel fates. Duel of the fates. There we go. Okay, perfect. So you can edit this out. Wow, we even did that in unison. Yeah, Merwin, we jinxed each other. Now we can't talk for the rest of the podcast. All right, Zach, it's up to you. Hooray! Uh, so, <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah. So the the movie hadn't yet come out, but we did uh, Duel of the Fates with with John Williams, and the the music uh, that the choir is singing. The words are from a completely made up language that had something to do with talking trees. I remember. And John Williams was was giving us articulation notes on how to say some of these words, and I just had this moment of of either working with a madman or a magician because um, he he was he was correcting us on pronunciation of words that didn't exist anywhere except in his mind, and. Um, and and we took the notes and absolutely changed the pronunciation because of it. And whenever I, I hear that music, if I can't remember the name of it, I still remember all of the words and the the feeling of singing these kind of long floating lines over this very active, agitated orchestra and yeah. just feeling very much in a moment there. Um, with this great gentleman in front of the orchestra conducting us. Well, you know, his son wrote some of the words for some of the music that he wrote, the songs that he wrote for various Star Wars films, like Return of the Jedi, you know how it originally had that Ewok song at the end um, that used words written by John Williams' son, actually. Uh, and we'll talk yeah. about that in our quiz a little bit, so don't talk, don't say too much about it. We don't want to spoil it. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's not saying anything. I just, <laughs> meant, I just, meant, we're still talking about John Williams. We just don't want to talk too much about his son because that's included on the quiz. Okay, so is that the story? That is the story. I just thought it was a, a, a fascinating peek into the creative, um, uh, the creative process, and and. Yeah. And how um, and and how it came to be, you know, it would be like if uh, Tolkien was giving us corrections on the history of Middle Earth, uh, which was something that he had developed in order to support the rest of the stories. I mean, um, it, it was very much like being in the the presence of that kind of genius. Let's do a little John Williams quiz. Uh, these are all uh, multiple choice, so you get a choice here, right? Yeah. I'll pull up some music. Uh, let's see. Yeah, that seems 
It's a little Harry Potter-esque. Mm-hmm. Harry All Potter-ish, right. yep. All right, what is John Williams' middle name? Is it Towner, Timothy, or Tiberius? <laughs> okay, and you got something to write with, Zach? You can, we can come back and check it at the end. I need you to repeat the question for me. I'm so what, sorry. What is John Williams' middle name? Is it Towner, is it Timothy, or is it Tiberius, A, B, or C? Gotcha. Second question, what did John Williams' father do? He was a percussionist, played in a jazz band, also in the CBS Radio Orchestra, or he ran an insurance agency, or he ran a department store, A, B, or C. Question number three, before he started using the name John Williams, what name was he known by? Was it Johnny Williams, was it Jack Williams, or was it Billy Johnson? What was his nom de plume? What TV show did John Williams write music for? Was it I Dream of Jeannie, Gilligan's Island, or The Brady Bunch? Which one of those three did he write music for? For a couple of years, I think, he was associated with this uh, show. When he was just 19 years old, John Williams was drafted into what? Was it the Marines, the Air Force, or the Army? Uh... Besides his very first instrument, which was the piano, as we've established, John Williams also studied what instrument? Was it the trumpet, the clarinet, or the trombone? Which of those three, or none of those three, or all of those three did he study? Which film director said they wouldn't have a career if it wasn't for John Williams? Was it George Lucas, was it Steven Spielberg, or was it Francis Ford Coppola? John Williams' relationship with Steven Spielberg began in the 1970s with what film? Was it The Sugarland Express? Was it Jaws? Or was it Duel? D-U-E-L. A, B, or C. Just a couple more questions. Nominated for over 50 Academy Awards, John Williams has won five. Which of these films did not win him an Oscar for the music? Was it Star Wars? Was it Raiders of the Lost Ark, or was it Fiddler on the Roof? And finally, John Williams' son Joseph is also a famous musician. He's known for what? Was he the lead singer for the rock band Toto during the 1980s? Was he a voice? Was he the voice of Adult Simba in Disney's animated version of The Lion King, or did he sing the theme song for TV shows Adventures of the Gummy Bears? Which one of those was he famous for? Or was it all of the above? Or was it none of the above? Okay. Got your answers. We'll go back to the beginning so folks can play at home. John Williams' middle name. Any guesses? A, B, or C? Towner, Timothy, or Tiberius? As a proud Canadian, I'm going A. You're going A? A. It was Towner, indeed. Yay! Yeah. That's Merlin. Hey, no shutout. <laughs> that was that was uh, his mother's maiden name, I think. Yeah, Towner. Uh, what did his father do? A, B, or C? A was he was a percussionist. B, he ran an insurance agency. C, he ran a department store. Any guesses? I'll go with C for the department store. No, no. I went with A. I'm gonna go for. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> what were you going to say, Zach? I also was going to say A. Okay, we'll give it to you anyway. So, Elaine, everybody's got one point. No, no, I had uh, the first one, too. Yeah, I, I got you in there. So, you, Merwin got a point for a towner. Yeah, I got then, that, too. Oh, you got that, too? Yep. Oh, okay. Well, Elaine is continuing his winning streak, then. <laughs> okay, before he started using the name John Williams, what name was he known by? Was it Johnny Williams? Was it Jack <laughs> Williams or Billy Johnson, A, B, or C? Jump in there. What do you say? Let's make Zach guess first. Yeah. <laughs> okay, go I'm gonna for it. I'm going to go for uh, C, uh, the Billy Johnson. No. I have B. I also had B. No. Oh. It's A, Johnny Williams. Johnny. Nobody got that. Okay. Johnny Williams, his father was John Johnny Williams. And then when he started playing as a session musician and writing music for TV shows, he used the name Johnny Williams. Hmm. And a lot of people still call him Johnny. I think I'll, uh, this quiz is going to make me um, consume some Johnny W. <laughs> that must be a Canadian joke because all the Canadians laugh. And oh, no, it's a Johnny Walker joke. Uh, okay, yeah, Johnny Walker. Yeah, never touch the stuff. All right. What TV show did John Williams write music for? Was it I Dream of Jeannie, Gilligan's Island, or The Brady Bunch? A, B, or C? I, I think A. Uh, I, I put Gilligan's Island. Yay! Oh. Yep. Zach, you said that too? Yep. Totally. I have B on that one. Yep. Yeah, Gilligan's Island. He wrote incidental music for Gilligan's Island, but he also wrote the original theme song. That was before oh. they had uh, right hmm. back in your hair, Red yes. Tail. Before that sea shanty, wow. um, he wrote a different theme song and they decided not to use it. Anyway, um, probably the first time that John Williams was ever, you know, his music was ever rejected for anything, <laughs> as far as I know. <laughs> okay, besides, uh, uh, no, sorry. When he was 19 years old, John Williams was drafted into what? Was it the, Ar- the, the Marines, the Air Force, or the Army? A, B, or C? Hmm. <laughs> no, that's incorrect. <laughs> I had Army? No. I had B. It was B. B uh, the Air, Air Force, Force. yes. He was a, he's a... Definitely a veteran of the Air Force, and that's all I have on that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Besides the piano, John Williams also studied what instrument? Trumpet, clarinet, or trombone? A, B, or C? I, I put all. I put all of the above. Yay! Yay! Did you get that too, Zach? I did, all three, yep. Okay, boy, Elaine, I think, I think you're still in the lead here. Oh, uh, it won't last. <laughs> Elaine, did you say Gilligan's Island? I can't yes, remember. Yes, I said Gilligan's okay. Island. Okay. All right. Yeah. Which film director said they wouldn't have a career if it wasn't for John Williams? I remember watching this yeah. at the Kennedy Center Honors. Spielberg. Yeah, it was Steven Spielberg. Yeah. 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 You go for that one too, Zach? No, I put Lucas. Ah, George Lucas. Okay. Elaine's still in the lead. Okay, his relationship with Steven Spielberg began in the 1970s with what film? Sugarland Express, Jaws, or Duel? I had Sugarland Express. I think it's Sugarland, yeah. What do you say, Elaine? I, I, it's tough because Duel, I think, was the first one, but I think there's no music in Duel, but I put Duel anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but, it's weird, huh? If there's no music no, in no, it, why did you I, put I it? No, but I thought maybe... <laughs> Maybe there was music and I didn't remember it, <laughs> and because it's like a very important movie. You know? Yeah, anyway, right. Well, 
Well, that yay is for Merwin and Zach because oh, it was Sugarland Express. I think Sugarland was was his. Wasn't that Spielberg's first movie? Well, Duel came before yeah, Sugarland Express, yeah. and Jaws came right after Sugarland Express. Hmm. Um, mm. There was one other film that Spielberg made when he was a kid called yeah. Watch the Skies. You know, I overthought it. Yeah, which was uh, kind of a sci-fi, uh, kind of a pro. You to what he did later with uh, you know. Close Encounters and E.T. and stuff like that. Two questions left. Nominated for over 50 Academy Awards, John Williams has won five of them. Which of those films did not win him an Oscar? Was it Star Wars, Raiders of the Lost Ark, or Fiddler on the Roof? One, two, three, or A, B, C? I went with A. You say that one did not win an Oscar. Okay, it did win an Oscar. Yeah, what do you say, uh, Zach? B. Me, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yay! Yes. Oh, I got I got Star Wars also. Yeah. Wow. I, I thought it was a trick question. <laughs> and he did adapt the music for Fiddler on the Roof and won an Oscar for that. Um, hmm. Yeah. That was back in 1971. The, the other films that won Oscars were Jaws in 75, Star Wars in 77, E.T. in 82, and Schindler's List mm-hmm. in 93. Our final question is not about John Williams, but about his son, Joseph Williams, who is also a famous musician. What is he famous for? Was he lead singer of the band Toto? Was he the voice of adult Simba in The Lion King? Or did he sing the theme song for Adventures of the Gummy Bears? Which of those three, (laughs) A, B, or C? I had no idea. I I put down C. I (laughs) I just put down C. I, I put down Toto. (laughs) <laughs> and what did you say, See, Ellen? I put down the gummy bears as well. Well, you all are kind of right. I mean, <laughs> it was all of the above. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, so, that, that needed to be a more half-hearted yay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yay. That's there we go. That's we can do better, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yes, we can do better than that. Okay. Well, that's our quiz. Let me cool. Let me see here. Boy, that was a long quiz. Mm-hmm. All right, so nobody really got that one. Um, <laughs> Elaine, you got one, two, three, four, five, uh, six, seven for Elaine. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. Well, uh, Zach got one. <laughs> no, you got more right. than one. <laughs> two. No, I think I had. Let me see three, here. I four, have one, five, two, three, six, four, six. five, six. If you count the last one, yeah. Six for Zach. Let's see how many Merwin got. One. Uh, two, three, four, five, six. Merwin also got six. So, Elaine, once again, you are the winner. Oh Congratulations God. to you. Wow. I, I made a Merwin of myself. <laughs> <laughs> That's wonderful. Wonderful. So you won I both think, of those. I think this is your year. <laughs> this is your year, <laughs> Elaine. Well, speaking of you, why don't you tell us a little more about Sunday's concert. It's... Uh, you with a group of your friends, as you put it before, <laughs> uh, in the Great Gallery at the Toledo Museum of Art. This happened at 4 o'clock in the afternoon on mm-hmm. Sunday. Tell us what uh, we can expect from that. Uh, from the little recital that we're putting together, um, I want it's, it's a way for people to discover the instrument I play, the trombone. 
and uh, and different aspects. So we start with something that is that people recognize the language. It's uh, by not the composer though, because his, his name is Albrechtsberger, <laughs> and it was uh, it was yeah. uh, one of uh, Beethoven's teacher actually. So yeah. uh, that, that's interesting to know. But it, it's some music that uh, is from the per the period that's called the Galante period. So it, it is very distinguished music, and it's going to be with two violins, cello, and harpsichord. And it's for alto trombone, so people can discover another kind of trombone, smaller trombone, alto trombone, hmm. music from the time of, you know, of little Haydn, Mozart, uh, Beethoven, uh, from, from from that time, original for trombone. Haven't and you recorded this? Or? Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. We I have, uh, so. yeah, there was, uh, I recorded at the play, it was a play conduct recording, where you play and you conduct at the same time, with the Northern Symphonia of England. That's uh, right, yeah. A few years ago. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, after that, we're going to play a Vivaldi sonata for, for not for trombone, of course, but for low instruments. So it could be trombone or cello. Sa sackbut. I played it on sackbut in the past. <laughs> I might. We have to tell people what a sackbut <laughs> is, because otherwise they'll get the oh, wrong idea. It's the, <laughs> it's the ancestor of the trombone. There so you it's go. a, and actually comes from two French words with sake et bouté. It's push and pull. Ah, so it's, okay. uh, it's what you do with the slide. It's like that that thing from was it uh, Willy Wonka or was it Doctor Doolittle where he had to push me pull me? I think it was Doctor Doolittle. Oh, actually. I, I, I don't it's remember. It's like a two-headed llama or something. I may be making that up entirely, but <laughs> until you guys do like the play the film score while we watch the movie, <laughs> the, the question will remain unanswered. I, I think. <laughs> I think I was practicing my sack butchering at that time. <laughs> so, um, but I, uh, so there, there will be a Vivaldi sonata. I'm talking about the sack butter playing on trombone and playing that one with Marta on the cello. And uh, of course, the violinist will be uh, Merwin and Kirk uh, playing uh, with us. And then, uh, and then I'm going to play uh, Beethoven variations on the theme from the Magic Flute for cello and piano, but on trombone. A transcription I did. Yeah. Um, it's a duet, right? Yeah, yeah, with Michael uh, on piano. Okay. Uh, and uh, after that, a piece for trombone and piano that's fantastic. That's not super well known, but that sounds like a. It's a little bit like if Liszt and Rachmaninoff had a baby. So that, that <laughs> kind of music that's mm. very hyper-romantic. Why am I seeing that in my head now? <laughs> Maybe I have to think about that. Liszt and Rachmaninoff. Not a very attractive child. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. you unsee it totally. Yeah. So, so and that's the first half. And the second half, I'm going to play one of my pieces that represents one of my great-great-grandfather, we had all kinds of weird story in rural Quebec. It's called Grand Louis, the Great Louis. And then after that, we do a little set of, uh, of jazz standards with uh, members of the Toledo uh, Jazz Orchestra in the rhythm section. So that's uh, an, an afternoon of, uh, of seeing all the different aspects of what the trombone can do. Yeah. I, I want to hear more about Great Louis, right? Yeah. yeah. Do you have any stories you can tell? Oh, it's very complicated because <laughs> I, I put together the story, <laughs> the story of uh, two of my uh, ancestors, and it's not good stories. They they're very flawed per people, uh, and uh, what well, it makes a more and more interesting piece of art, right? Because uh, yeah. of those. But uh, the one thing I can tell you, it finishes with him. Uh, well, he dies at the end, and. Uh, and uh, I, no, I, I think I'm going to keep it for the show. You have to come to the show to to know the story. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of like Haryanush or something like that. A like little bit Kodai actually. Opera. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Stories, or maybe Lieutenant Kijay. Or yeah, my, you know. mine is the talent. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
other than that, but the talent, you know, resurrected itself in you. Oh, yeah, sure. So that's wonderful. Well, the two concerts are uh, this weekend, Saturday and Sunday. I mean, really, you could go to both of those and get a full palette of, of musical styles. I'll right? be there. Yeah. I'll well, be you, both, yes. <laughs> you will be there. You'll be playing, conducting one, and conducting the other. So. Music of John Williams is happening on Saturday at 7 p.m. at the Paris Style. And Elaine Trudell performing in the afternoon at 4 o'clock at the Toledo Museum of Art Great Gallery. Elaine Trudell bringing his trombone there along with a few of your friends. Lots of music that we talked about. It's all happening Sunday afternoon at 4. You can find more information about these concerts at ToledoSymphony.com and you can call the box office at 419-246-8000. It took me six years, but I finally have that phone number memorized so we don't have to to worry about me messing it up anymore. (laughs) Good job. Yeah. (laughs) Good job, guy. Anyway, does anybody want to have the, you know, offer up their final word about uh, the John Williams concert? Because it's really, you know, we were talking uh, last week about uh, some of the stuff going on this season about family-friendly concerts. You know, Williams was responsible partly for bringing back classical music into the the film uh, world as well. But also it's music that and and this concert speaks to that 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 families can go and enjoy and watch it perform live. I mean, mm-hmm. that's, a, that's a big deal, especially yeah. to younger people, don't you think? Absolutely. And his music is actually a, char- a, a character in the movie. I mean, it's that strong. I mean, it's yeah. a, that's why that's why Spielberg said that you know that he made his career. But uh, if I can get you an appetite a little bit about the concert, we're going to play music from Star Wars, from Indiana Jones. We're going to play music from Witches of Eastwick, which is oh, not played yeah. that often. That Devil's Dance is amazing. <laughs> yeah, when, when she plays the cello and uh, Susan yeah. Sarandon plays and all that. <laughs> and uh, we're going to play music for Schindler's List uh, featuring Kirk, our, our, our Kirk Toth, our concert master. Of course, Harry Potter will be there, the Superman. Well, not Harry Potter, but the music <laughs> of Harry Potter. <laughs> Guest starring uh, yeah, Harry exactly. Potter. <laughs> featuring, yeah. Uh, on e- trombone E.T. Right? which is one of uh, you know my two of my favorite ones are Jaws and E.T. for for really? the music not not the movies personally but the, the music especially Jaws it's a, one of the first ones that he wrote right yeah. uh, probably the second one right and uh, it has a lot of uh, for, for people who know music a little bit more or quite a bit more it has a limited mode of transpositions in it, which is the same kind of technique that Messia used. Mm. And I was so, I was like super impressed when I did that the first time. Of course, you have the but when it, once it gets going, that tuba solo with the yeah. horns, and then you get into those chords, like, wow, this is really interesting. So anyway, so that, and of course, the flying theme from, from E.T. is wonderful. Uh, the end of Jurassic Park, we play that. And then we get into a little Star Wars mix. There's one, the uh, Anakin's theme, which sounds exactly like like Bruckner, uh, like it's like more modern Bruckner, which mm. has a little bit of, uh, you know, it tells you he's going to become Darth Vader at some point. In time, uh, yeah. da, da. But in the background, played by the violas and the second violins. And then, and then we're going to segue into something else. Anyway, so this gives you an, a little overview of what we're going to play in that yeah. concert. You know, you talk about the, the differences in John Williams' output and his... Uh, use of, of music similar to uh, Messiaen, similar to Bruckner. He also wrote 
the film score for a movie called Heart Beeps. Did you ever see that? No. And it's all like electronic music. Ah. Most of it. It's really interesting to listen to because you hear these little snippets of themes coming through by John Williams, like your typical theme from him. But it's done with such a, a like electronic instrumentation. It's really interesting. You know, this is why I listen to public radio. <laughs> to get bits like that. And I, I already put it on my phone. <laughs> I'm going to go and check it out after yeah. we're done. Yeah. Go check it out. It's yeah. really interesting uh, music and different from, you know, the other stuff that he's written. Wow. Yeah. Zach, you, you've been waiting patiently. you have anything you want to say by, by way of uh, this John Williams program? Oh, I just can't wait for it. I, I'm not sure what my favorite tune is going to be, but I know by the end of the performance, I'll just be grinning from ear to ear. So really excited to kick off the pop season with this. And thanks to uh, you know, KeyBank for making it possible again. This program is a production of WGTE Public Media in collaboration with our sponsor, the Toledo Symphony. You can download episodes of our program as a podcast by going to our website at wgte.org lab. You can also subscribe to us through your podcast app of choice, including Apple and Google Podcasts. Don't forget to check out all the upcoming events at the Symphony by visiting their website at toledosymphony.com and their various social media outlets on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. My thanks to Elaine Trudell, Zach Vasser, and Merwin Sue. I'm Brad Cresswell, and this has been Toledo Symphony Lab from FM 91.